0: And now, broadcasting live from multiple locations using an erector set
1: and a bunch of old toaster parts. It's the Mike Caltas Show. 831 of the Mike Caltas Show. It's 1025 the Bone. If you're a wrestling fan, you were looking forward to going to WrestleMania. And then COVID, stupid COVID ruined everything. Then the next WrestleMania was supposed to be in LA. Stupid COVID ruined it there. But good news for us, they're bringing it back here, and it's two nights in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium, Saturday, April 10th, and Sunday, April 11th. And talk to us about that right now. We welcome the champ to the show for the first time, ladies and gentlemen. This is Drew McIntyre. Drew, how are you, sir? Uh, Fantastic, Mike. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on the show, and uh, congratulations on all your success. Now, now I'm, I'm a pretty casual wrestling fan. Now, it is my understanding that you this is like a great story for anybody who about not giving up you you trained from a young age you got into the wwe and then kind of got sent down to nxt right
0: um well um, i'll give you the quick version of my story you know i always wanted to be a wwe superstar i'm from scotland a country of five million people no one had ever become a WWE superstar from Scotland. Told everyone I was going to do it. Worked really hard. was very lucky to get signed by WWE 21 years old as I got my degree from university. Came to America. Things were going great. It was on WWE TV. Vince McMahon literally pointed at me on the television show WWE Smackdown and said, this guy's the future. Yep. I'm going to be a future world champion when I was 23 years old. Things didn't go to plan. Uh, <laughs> I kind of had a bit of a downward spiral when I actually got fired when i was 28
1: oh you got and... fired i didn't know that i thought i thought you just got sent down to nxt what'd you
0: do that's a long story but basically you know i went over there i was willing to be the water boy in the beginning i kind of got jaded lost sight of things felt i deserved more than i actually deserved you know i had a few personal things that happened and my mother got sick and, and i inevitably passed which dropped my world i was gonna kind out of partying too much and I let my dream slip away. There was a there was a lot behind it, but I had to look myself in the mirror and understand this is on you, buddy. You weren't giving it your all for your dream. And from that day forward, that I got fired, I started working my butt off in the gym, uh, verbalizing myself, anything I could do to better myself in wrestling. I wanted to go to bed every night, be able to look myself in the mirror again and say, "You gave it your all today." Eventually, worked my way back to WWE, to NXT, our third brand, and won the NXT Championship there. Redebuted on WWE Raw work my way up the ranks to the main event of WrestleMania, last year's WrestleMania, get the first title shot after 20 years in wrestling, and the pandemic hit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> title, I beat Brock, Le- <laughs> Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. There was no fans in attendance, but I heard you know we had um, 14 million social media interactions over two days, up 60% from the year prior. There was no other sports on at the time. There was no other entertainment on at the time. But We are the only game in town. We put a lot of smiles and faces. I was so damn proud of it. But this year, we get going to take two. In Tampa, my American hometown, 15 minutes where I'm standing right now at the Raymond James Stadium. We're gonna have a limited capacity there, and I can't wait to actually have
1: fans this time. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. First of all, congratulations, and that's an even better story than I thought. I, you, did, you know, getting fired and then really making the decision to that this is your dream. You don't want to screw up, and then coming back, but not only coming back, but coming back to be uh, champion and be a great champion. I mean, Vince loves those big guys. You're a six foot five guy. You work your ass off. I mean, the good for you that you made it back now. Uh, you certainly deserve a a live uh, WrestleMania, and I what now? How are they going to do this with the two nights? Do you know what the what the plan is on how they go? But this is the first time it's been two different nights.
0: Uh, we actually started the two nights last year. Uh, then, I, then, then I'm wrong. One <laughs> entire, a weekend. So, you know, technically it was the first time ever last year. And just because of the times we're in right now, we wanted to give everybody a weekend of entertainment. And we're doing the same this year. Um, We might go back to one night eventually when things are normal. But for the times we're in, we think it's cool that we give everybody, you know, Saturday and Sunday, um, WrestleMania, you know, some really cool entertainment over the, the entire weekend. And like I say, we've got that limited capacity. It's going to be the hottest ticket in town. I don't know how many tickets are going to be available. We don't know the safety protocols as of yet, but they'll be getting released. Over the next few weeks, so keep your ear to the ground if you want to get to WrestleMania because those tickets are going to go fast, whatever's
1: available. Yeah, this will be uh, this will be great for us because, of course, with the Super Bowl being here, the the heat is on in Tampa as it is. And then right after that, you're going to have uh, WrestleMania coming over there, uh, and and you know the Super Bowl will be a good test on how many people probably they can let in and how they can work that out. Uh, I I think it's great. I think it's great that we're kind of slowly getting things back to uh, normal, even if it's at a limited capacity. How how hard has it been? on Raw and SmackDown and all those shows that you do without a live audience. I mean, that live audience helps tell the story of a match. I mean, you've seen matches change before because the audience dictates which way they want it to go. How difficult has it been doing it without the live crowd?
0: Yeah, it's been (laughs) weird. I mean, I guess I'm used to it now, but our audience is like our number one superstar. They're part of our roster. Like you mentioned, you can go out there for an interview on the microphone doing your thing and the crowd just don't like it and our audience aren't afraid just to crap all over you live and you have to t- t- change the pace of like where that interview is going because they don't like it. They might crap all over a match and that's fine. That's the part of the excitement of WWE. If they don't like it, they're going to loudly tell you to lose that atmosphere, to lose our audience. It was pretty weird at first, especially initially the height of the pandemic when we are doing our shows in the Performance Center and there was literally nobody there. It was complete silence. So you tune into WWE expecting a crazy crowd and you can hear a thing. So this is a unique time where our superstars had to up their game, up their physicality because, you know, we got sophisticated audiences. wrestling fans know, but casual fans like yourself perhaps watch UFC or boxing. You know, when you punch someone or kick somebody, it makes a noise, it leaves a mark. You understand that certain maneuvers are finishing holes that you see in UFC. So, some of our superstars had to step up their physicality because you could hear everything, you could see everything. And it's really, it was a growing period for a lot of our talent in the ring. And when it came to the interviews, instead of the crowd talking over the top of you, it became like a drama show or a comedy show. You had to listen to every word the characters were saying. In If you knew your character inside and out, you could really develop it on a deeper layer, make a greater connection with the fans. Eventually, thank goodness, we moved into the WWE Thunderdome. Hopefully everyone's seen it out there. If you haven't, check out WWE Raw, WWE SmackDown. We're back in their arena now. We've got the lights, the lasers, the pyro, everything you expect from WWE. But the biggest thing of all, thank God, we got our fans back virtually. There's over 1,000 fans at a time on the screens. It's all in real time. I know that because I did a test one week. I had everyone do a thumbs-up with me. Sally time stood still when I said everyone give me a thumbs-up because I didn't think it was live. <laughs> 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 and I, literally, I didn't even have permission. I just did it live on the air. Thank God. It is actually live. So if you can't have everyone there physically, it's killed up and there virtually, but I can't wait to get them back physically.
1: Well, this is huge for us. I mean, this is uh, we got We got April. We got uh, WrestleMania coming here Saturday, uh, April 10th. Sunday, April 11th, you've got uh, Drew, living here in Tampa, you've got the uh, the most. A lot of these guys live in the area, and then now you have it happening at the uh, at the Thunderdome, uh, which is Tropicana Field, uh, which is probably the best uh, sporting event that's happened there in the last couple of years. So, uh, Drew, it's great to have you on the show, and I hope you guys have a, a huge turnout at WrestleMania. I'm, I hopefully I would like to get in there and check it out. I was all locked in. I had lower level tickets for the last one, and I got them yanked out from underneath me. So, uh, I hope to be able to be there and cheer you guys on. On and hopefully you guys get back to normal soon.
0: Yeah, I appreciate it, and we definitely will get back to soon. But yep, thank you all, WWE fans out there. If you've not checked it out yet, please check it out, and I guarantee you're going to like what you see.
1: Thank so you, thank pal. You thank you. Good luck at WrestleMania, Drew McIntyre. Okay.